Okay, so this probably isn't news to you, but in case you did not know what was actually happening right now on this podcast, we are in the middle of talking about how to make money with a podcast. And I think that this is so important because there are a lot of people out there who believe that they can't monetize their show until they have millions of downloads and thousands of listeners and just tons of sponsors banging down their door. And I want people to totally get away from this thought process, which is why today I'm bringing you a a very special resource that you are going to love and I can't wait to share it with you. So let's get right to it. Welcome to The Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of podcasting, think of this show as the time-saving shortcut you've been looking for. So let's get right to it, shall we? So like we talked about in the beginning... I want you to feel very comfortable with the idea that you can make money with your podcast well before you have millions of downloads and thousands of listeners, which I hope for most of you listening, you just had an audible sigh of relief. You're just like, I'm so happy that you said that because I'm going to be very upfront and honest with you. I don't have millions of downloads and thousands of listeners, yet I have been able to create a platform that has not only generated revenue, but I've gotten to a point where I have recurring revenue in my business. And the reason I've been able to do that is with a digital course. I do have a membership and I have private consulting that I do as well, but For the month of August, I really just wanted to focus on course creation and what that can look like because I have been on this journey myself. If you didn't know this, I have a digital course which teaches you how to start, launch, and market a podcast. It's called Profit Podcasting, and it is currently in version, let me see, this would be version 2.0 with version 3.0 on the horizon. I'm actually going to record the entire course again at the end of 2020. But um, yeah, it's just something that has been iterated on. And it's funny because I don't know if I've told the entire story, but I actually created the original version 1.0 I don't know, I might even have to call it like version (laughs) 0.5 because the very first version was totally nothing like what it is today. I literally remember uh, I have a friend and it's so funny. Jackie, I love you so much, but I do always refer to you as my annoying friend Jackie who kept asking me over and over again, how do you start a podcast? How do you do this? And then once you do that, what do you do next? She always just had these questions about podcasting. And I was not teaching podcasting. I had barely just figured out what I was doing. And she was a guest on my show. And we were kind of collaborating behind the scenes on some fun things that she thought she was eventually going to start a podcast. So she just wanted to know all the ins and outs of it before she went all in with her and her business partner. 
And so I went back and forth with her. And then I'll never forget one day she was just like, man, you should teach people how to do this. And I remember laughing, like, what is she talking about? Like, what what in the world is actually, like, she's lost her mind. Why would I teach somebody how to do this? I barely even know what I'm doing. But, uh, and I don't know if I've ever really fully told this story before, um, because it's kind of one of those things that it's almost not believable (laughs) in the way that it happened. But I think that that's also... uh, has to do with kind of like the supernatural power of how everything worked out. And I am a firm believer in God and the things that happen, happen for a reason. And this was so crazy. So here's actually how the entire course came to fruition in a Bible study that I was doing. This was in 2018. We had recently moved to Houston, and I was trying to figure out how to make friends. And I know you're probably like, Crystal, that just sounds like the saddest thing ever. What are you talking about? So I had been a stay-at-home mom for a very long time, right? In 2018, or I guess I'd been a stay-at-home mom for about four years in 2018. And I had been in one neighborhood for three and a half years. So we lived in one place. I developed a great group of friends. I knew people at the kids' schools. Like I was friends with the receptionist. Like, hey, you know, here to get the kids, here to have lunch with the kids. Like we got into just like a great rhythm and routine of just knowing people in our community. And then we moved. And then, and this is so crazy, we found out The week that we closed on our house, we moved in on a Monday. That Friday, my husband was given notice that we would have to relocate to the Houston area. We literally moved in on a Monday, and by Friday, we were being told, you're going to have to move again. And so in our last neighborhood, so we moved, we were in uh, Northeast Texas, and then we moved to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and we were only there for 10 months before we moved to the Houston area. And I got to tell you, I was a little bitter <laughs> about like moving to this area knowing that I had to move, which is funny because we had just moved to like... Our family, like my parents lived 20 minutes down the road. We had cousins for the boys to play with. And I had friends and family and like we just, but we never got settled in that place. So that's the long story to tell you why I didn't have any friends. And I was going to this Bible study in the hopes of, oh my gosh, I hope that I make friends. I hope that this is what comes out of me, you know, showing up here once or twice a week to do this Bible study. But it's funny because like the divine intervention that happened instead, which of course I did, I made a few friends, but what really came out of me showing up to this Bible study every week was I had a clear head, which meaning like I wasn't as distracted because the kids were being looked after in the childcare facility, right? Like my youngest son was in the daycare center, and then my oldest two boys were at school. So I was at peace knowing that all of my children were taken care of. I'm sitting here, I'm having fellowship, you know, snacks and talking and chatting with these ladies. But I will never forget, we were sitting there and um, there was like a portion of they were having, sing- they were singing or something was going on. But I was, I had my notebook and, oh no, that's what it was. Hang on. It's like coming back to me now. 
the lady who was leading was like, okay, we're turning on this video. So, you know, let's watch this video. And maybe I'm totally telling on myself. I was a bad student. I sat there and all of a sudden was flooded with my entire course. And it just came to me. Every step that needed to happen, just I had to pour it out. I actually ended up, so I had this, uh, it was like a Bible study book, like a workbook that I was working in. I was writing in that and then I ran out of room. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I have post-its in my bag. I wrote my entire course for my original podcast course on post-its in a Bible study workbook on a Tuesday morning when I was supposed to be listening to Bible study. So, you know, (laughs) this doesn't happen for everybody, you know, this way, but this is how it happened for me. I can't speak to the way, like, ideas come to everyone else. I can only tell you how they come to me, and this is how my first course came about. It wasn't like I was sitting around saying, what can I create? What can I do? All I kept thinking was, gosh, my friend Jackie keeps asking me all these questions. And she's like, hey, you know, she just throws this idea at me like you should create a course. And I'm like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? And then I sat there. My mind was very clear. I wasn't distracted with the kids. I had had some snacks and, you know, had done some prayer and worship. And then all of a sudden, I was just in this very still, quiet place. I should have been listening to the teacher, right? I was being a very bad student at that point. But I had all this information just come to me in one fell swoop, and all of it was intact. So I don't know if you've ever read the book Big Magic, but Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert is one of my favorite books of all times. I will link to it in the show notes. It's so incredible for anyone who is a creative out there. But what she talks about in there are stories of people and their magical moments. That's what she calls them, magic moments. And one of them is of a poet who says she was outside and she was like trying to do like she was changing the clothes on the clothesline. I don't remember what she was doing, but she was outside. And then all of a sudden this poem started coming to her and she had to rush inside and sit down and write it real fast. And none of it made sense. And then she looked down and realized she had written it backwards. Like the entire poem had come to her backwards in reverse, but she said all of it was still there. And it was almost like this idea was coming to her and she grabbed it by the tail like it was a lion, right? And she grabbed it by the tail and pulled it in inch by inch because that's sometimes how miraculous ideas happen. And I know today's podcast is totally different than what we normally talk about here, but I really wanted to share this with you because I don't want you thinking that, well, Crystal just has it all figured out as far as her podcast content and what she wants to talk about and who her audience is. And I should, right? Like I should have all this figured out because I've been doing this for two years, right? I've been doing this two plus years at this point and I should know who my audience is, who I'm talking to, what kind of content I'm gonna put out. But for those of you that are just getting started with your podcast, I want to tell you how I started. I didn't start out just thinking, you know what? I'm going to create a course because I know everything there is to know about podcasting. At this point, okay, so this was 
October of 2018. I had just launched my podcast in July of 2018. Okay, so we'll just call July the first month, August, September, October. I was into my podcast by four months before I had this idea of a course to teach podcasting. And we're going to have another episode about what like ways I totally screwed up <laughs> the first time I launched my course. Uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you, I priced it really low. I did not know what I was doing. I ran a Facebook ad that did nothing. But uh, yeah, I just, I learned a whole lot. I learned a whole lot in that first launch and in that second launch that were total flops. But like I said, that's a, that's a different conversation for another day. But I just wanted to share with you that there's nothing magical about how you come up with your course idea if this is something that you want to do. And if you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, I don't even know if I want to create a digital course. Well, then I encourage you to go to crystalprofit.com slash Amy quiz. And this is actually an awesome quiz that my friend and mentor, Amy Porterfield, put together. And she teaches this stuff. This is her expertise, is creating digital courses and helping you build your email list and becoming obsessed with your audience. And so she put this course together to help individuals just like you and me decide if creating a digital course is the next right move in your business. So I want you to go take this quiz, crystalprofit.com slash quiz, and there will be a link in the show notes for you to check it out as well. But the real reason why I wanted to come here today is to tell you my story on how this happened, how I came up with my original idea, and then I later went on to, uh, I had the outline, right? So, because that's what came to me. It wasn't every single piece. It was more like if you've ever taken a digital course, it's kind of like the modules, like the 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 highlight big points came to me of, okay, you need to teach them how to start a podcast what's involved in starting, and then I wrote a few bullet points. You need to teach them how to launch a, a podcast, what's involved there, high points, and then how to market a podcast, and what are the points that go under that. And if you've noticed, that is the whole premise behind this podcast. It's the same principles, start, launch, and market. And that is what I teach inside of Profit Podcasting. But what I wanted to share with you today is another incredible resource that Amy Porterfield has created that I wanted to share with you today, and it is called the Ultimate Course Creation Starter Kit. So if you are a fan of Amy or if you've ever downloaded one of her freebies, you know you know how incredible this is without even looking at it. I'm sure you're like, Crystal, just give me the URL so I can go grab it because if Amy created it, I'm sure it's incredible. So if you just wanna go grab the resource and walk through it with me while I explain it to you, go to crystalprofit.com slash starter kit and you will find the page where you can download uh, this beautiful starter kit because, I mean, it is. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's so pretty. But I want you to go check it out. And I'm actually going to go through like a brief walkthrough of what you can expect. That way, if you're listening to this right now and you can't stop or pause and go grab it, you're running, you're walking the dog, you're watching the kids, you're doing the dishes. I get it. So I'm going to walk you through what it is. And then I do want you to go grab it later. So make sure you go check out the show notes, at least for this episode 
episode, and I'm going to put a link. This is another fun little side tangent. Buzzsprout recently added where I can link to things within the show notes or the episode description of this podcast. So wherever you're listening, I'm going to have a link to this resource. Again, it's the Ultimate Course Creation Starter Kit. So here's what you're going to find in there. So getting started with your digital course, Amy has you make three important decisions before you ever really get started and you get going. So I'm not going to go through the entire thing. Let me see how many pages it is. So it's 19, it's a 19 page PDF workbook, basically. And what it is, it's for those of you who are really thinking about starting a digital course, she goes through the key decisions you need to make first. And it's not like she just gives you these questions and then it's like, okay, now go think about it and ponder it. No, no, no. She gives you the question and she's like, by the time you're done with this workbook, you will have found your answers. So decision number one is what will your course be about? What topic will spark the most interest and engagement from your community so that they will be eager and excited to buy it? I mean, what? She's going to help you decide that in this what? And that's only one of them, okay? So I'm going to go through the three questions or the three decisions real fast, and then we'll kind of dive into the other parts of this resource. So number two is, what are you going to name your course? This is so similar to naming your podcast. I get asked this all the time. What should I name it? How should I go about this? So if you're struggling right now, like you're in the the podcast creation, or you haven't launched yet, you're still trying to decide on a name, I encourage you to go look at this resource for that reason as well, because she helps you walk through these thought processes that will help you decide on a name for not only a podcast that you could use or a digital course. And none of this is set in stone. It's not like if you make one of these decisions, you can't go back and change it later. The real idea behind this is just to get those creative juices flowing, right? Like knock off the cobwebs in the I can't do this in your brain and say, oh, this is actually doable. Like maybe I could possibly create this digital course. So that is number two. Decision number three is what are you going to, or what's going to stop you in your business once you're generating revenue with your digital course? This one is an extra fun one to explore, so we'll keep it for the final decision. Oh, that does sound interesting. That sounds really good, right? Okay, so I'm going to go back through. So number one, what's the topic of your course? So I'm going to walk through this as if you already have a podcast. I'm just going to make the assumption you have a podcast, you know what you're talking about, and you know roughly a little bit about your audience. You know who your audience is. So this is just me telling you, this is my disclaimer of assumptions that I have made about you <laughs> while we're talking about creating this digital course. So what's the topic? Well, I would hope that whatever you're talking about on your podcast, you would eventually use to talk about in a course. That's what I've done with my show. And it's what I know a lot of my students and members of my podcast community have done as well. They're taking their content that they're already creating and then they're spinning it into a course or a framework or something tangible that they can sell to the students and the clients and the people that are engaged in their community that already see them as the go-to expert. 
right? That's what I hope that you have in your mind is I want to establish myself as the person that when someone goes to look at their phone and they're like, man, I really need a marketing tip or I need a new strategy for working out or I need cooking advice. I'm going to go to this one person or I need personal finance advice. I'm going to go to this person. I want you, you podcast listener, I want you to be the person that your audience is thinking of for your topic. I want you to be the expert that they are looking to every single week. So I hope that that would be the topic of your course because you are already creating content around that topic. So she has some other... um, some really cool strategies. So she has six creative strategies to choose the perfect course topic. I'm not gonna get into those. I really want you to go download this free resource. So again, go to crystalprofit.com slash starter kit to grab this resource. But the next decision that we need to make is, and I'm actually scrolling. Oh my gosh, I'm like scrolling. There's so much information here, you guys. There's even more. She helps you decide uh, which type of course and she breaks down the three course types that she teaches. Like, hey, these are the ones that are most successful and that her students have been able to achieve the most success. Okay, so decision number two is what are you going to name your course? And then she has a seven-point checklist are you kidding me? Like she does checklists, she does guidebooks, workbooks, all the things. And then she has the six types of course names. And I'll give you two that are sitting right here in front of me. So number one of the six types of course names is the results in the title course. And then number two is the hyper-specific outcome. So if you were trying to say, you know, six ways to become a better Frisbee thrower. I don't know. You know, that's just something I made up. That's not something she had, but that's your result, right? It's going to teach you how to throw a Frisbee better in six different ways. And then the hyper-specific outcome, right? So this would be, I'm going to make five figures in the first month of my real estate business. That's very specific, So that's another way that you could name your course. And she goes through six of those. And then she talks about subtitles and power words that you can use in your name. Y'all, this resource is so dang helpful. I'm sitting here jealous. I'm so jealous. I wish I would have had this before I started my whole course creation, but this wasn't around. And I was if it was, I wasn't aware of it whenever I first created my digital course. So the last key decision that you will make by the time you get to the end of this PDF is what are you going to stop doing in your business, right? She is trying to get you to think outside of the box of what you're currently doing, whether it's with your podcast, your business, your family life. Like I keep saying over and over again, I can't wait to hire a full-time house cleaner that comes in and scrubs my shower because I try Lord knows a try, and it just, the grout in our shower is just awful, and I I just, it's terrible, and I want to just rip all of it out, but (laughs) I just, I scrub it through gritted teeth and make it happen, but I'm just like, I can't wait to stop doing this. Like, one day, this is the next step for me. If you want to know what are Crystal's big goals and hopes and dreams, it's, I want to not clean my shower anymore, 
Okay, so these are the things that I'm going to stop doing. But she's asking, what are you going to stop doing in your business? For me, it was I didn't want to take clients that I wasn't really excited about working with. I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, do you want to do consulting about this? Or do you want to work one-on-one? Or hey, do you want to come speak on this stage? Even though I know that my message and who I'm trying to reach is not aligned with the people that are asking me that, for a while, I felt pressured to say yes all of the time. Because I kept saying, well, I'm new. I just need to say yes. I don't need to be controversial. I just need to do it. It's an opportunity. But now, I don't say yes to that stuff. So that was one of the things that I knew I was going to stop doing once my digital course business started taking off and I started seeing the fruits of my hard work and labor. But okay, so we're going to wrap this up with, remember, go to crystalprofit.com slash starter kit, or if you want like kind of a rundown of everything we've talked about today, go to crystalprofit.com slash episode 177, and I'm going to have everything there, and I'm actually going to have like a quick, uh, a few screenshots so you can see what the starter kit is and how I can help you, but I'm going to say this again. I really, really wish that this would have been around whenever I first started my course because it took me a long time to figure out what I was actually doing. Even though I had the idea, the idea was there, right? I told you everything came to me in one fell swoop. Like it just, it came to me on a Tuesday in the middle of Bible study and I knew what I needed to do as far as what I was going to talk about, but I had no clue about these other things. I didn't know if it was going to be a signature course or a spotlight course. Did it need to be a workshop? How did I need to deliver this? What did this look like? So now I turn to Amy. Like she is my go-to expert, right? We talked about being the go-to expert. She is my go-to expert whenever it comes to course creation and list building and honestly just being super engaged with their audience and building a community of people who have your back and they are so supportive of you because you help them and you serve them so, so well. But again, if you want to learn more about Amy Porterfield, um, I encourage you to listen to the last two episodes of the podcast and uh, episode 175 and episode 176, because I talk about who she is as my mentor and what my path to success has looked like. And you can also learn more about Amy by going to crystalprofit.com slash Amy. I put together a fun page of my top favorite podcast episodes that she has on her podcast, as well as all of these resources we talked about here today. But you can always find them in the show notes for this episode, crystalprofit.com slash episode 177. But that's all I have for you today. So remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 